0: Hello and welcome to Creative Lives, the Lecture in Progress podcast. Lecture in Progress is an online resource that inspires and informs the next generation of talent by providing practical advice and insight into the creative industry. This podcast series features a broad range of people talking about what they do and how they got to where they are. Our guest this week is Katie Huey. My name
1: is Katie Huey and I am a strategy director. I work at a creative agency called Kindred. It's interdisciplinary, so it's advertising, PR, social media, and the strategy and planning team sits across the agency, so I get to see all kinds of different outputs on all sorts of different channels.
0: As a strategist, Katie strives to figure out how and why things work, whether that's a business model or society itself. Being a strategist means trying to understand how
1: and why things work, be it people, be it society, be it business models. So it's a lot of research and very often you have to bring people on the journey. You have to explain to them why you think the way that you do and persuade them, be this clients or teammates. If you asked any strategist to solve a problem, I promise you, most would come up with a different solution. But one of the key parts of my role is the rationalizing of why it's the right solution and why it could work. Another one is curiosity. So always looking to find out things, listening a lot, talking to people, reading up, seeing multiple sources, reading books. The more curious you are, the better for your work because there's so much overlap and lateral thinking in in a lot of what you do. So I grew up in Canada and I did my undergraduate degree in Canada in geography. And then I came to London about 11 years ago. And I did a postgraduate master's degree in human geography, environmental science. Some people can't see the correlation between strategy and environmental science. My interest has always been in people. And I think that lends itself really well to strategy, um, understanding people and the audience. A bit of ethnography features in the work that I do. So watching people and understanding patterns of behavior, but also just the nature of, the world and globalization and economics, and that all feeds into how businesses operate. So even though I didn't go down the traditional kind of art school route, I think that for what I do, my grounding in geography has been really helpful. It's completely transferable. So when I graduated from university in 2008, the housing market collapsed, the economy went into meltdown. and the Home Office decided to change immigration laws. So when I graduated, I was faced with this paralysis of, oh my God, what am I gonna do? I'll never get a job. And actually, when I started looking, I found lots of really interesting roles in things I never even knew existed. And I think that was when I challenged my own mindset of careers aren't what we think they are. So I was lucky to get a role working for a tiny startup called Social Innovation Camp. And what it did was matched people who are creative, have web development and design skills with people that saw a problem in their local community and they wanted to solve it. We effectively got paid to run hackathons and I got to do that for two and a half years across the country running them. And actually, I did it in some places in Europe and it was so fun, but it also was like, you get such a buzz off being around so many different people and so many different teams. And that was my first kind of stepping stone into the industry and also realising that it's where I wanted
0: to be. Having grown up with a love of sports, when Katie moved to the UK, she found that there weren't many clubs where girls could play football. So in 2011, she founded community football club Hackney Laces. I have a couple side hustles. The biggest and
1: the one that's been a labour of love for me for the past eight and a half years is something called Hackney Laces. And I didn't envision it being anything bigger than... football club in Hackney. Now we are three clubs, so we're Limehouse Laces, South London Laces and Hackney Laces. We're a social franchise and we use football as a tool to engage girls as well as try to raise aspirations in the communities. There's quite a strong creativity angle to what we do. We run a lot of gender justice campaigns and we campaign a lot for equality in football.
0: Black Laces now supports over 200 girls in East London with developing skills both on and off the pitch, offering help with things like job applications and securing work experience. Katie's endeavours have since landed her a plethora of accolades, from the Prime Minister's Point of Light Award, the Telegraph's British Volunteer of the Year Award, and most recently, the BBC Sports Personality of the Year Unsung Hero for London Award.
1: I think there's a really big piece right now that's kind of this, thing happening around us, around identity and belonging, and it, whether that's a football club you attend and love and support, or whether that's the running club you go to, whether that's a choir you're a part of, but I think as technology divides us, it's the communities that bring us together and people will find their thing that they want to be a part of and a sense of belonging, and that becomes their world, but that is also another, I think, really important part of my side projects, is I like for them to be
0: bringing people together. It's clear that Katie is driven by work that has the opportunity to create real impact. In the past, she's also worked at Agency Nice and Serious as a corporate and sustainability manager at Sainsbury's and for initiatives such as Pentagram's Do the Green Thing.
1: I feel in a really privileged position um, that the way that my career has been to date, I have worked for and actively seeked out agencies and projects that have a social dimension or a social mission because I think if I can lend my craft to some good in this world, I'd like to. A project I worked on last year at about this time, as I was finishing my time at Nice and Serious Creative Agency, pre-joining Kindred, I worked on a rebrand for Refugee Action. And it's a project that not only stands out from the past 12 months, but of my career to date. And I think a big part of that was um, being able to spend so much time immersed with stakeholders and the Refugee Action team um, really led us to a great solution and it's work that I feel really proud of. I think the cause is amazing and the people and the energy behind it were really the insight that led us to our solution. Um, Refugee Action wanted to rebrand and... They do so much work for asylum seekers and refugees. However, they get confused. No one really knows who they are. And they have so much heritage and have been doing it for years. But their fear was, with a lot of recent conversations and the politicization of how refugees are treated in the UK, they felt that they needed a big push and a campaign around a new brand. And that involved spending a lot of time with refugees and asylum seekers, spending a lot of time with their team and trying to find the place for them in the market that would help them really stand out and also be really true to their heritage and their expertise. I would say for advice that I would give to people who want to get into strategy and planning is find your own way in, and don't feel like you need to follow in the footsteps of previous generations. I think particularly with strategy, people idolize the industry legends and they idolize different ways of thinking. But um, that happened at a moment in time where you didn't have the internet <laughs> and some of the younger strategists I'm seeing come through are teaching me probably 50 times more than I feel like I'm teaching them. <laughs> and that's amazing. And I, I think that if anything, the advice I want to give is just, just be who you are and show that you're curious and keen, and and that's enough because the world's a very different place now than I think it was even two years ago. Some tips on balancing side projects with full-time employment. Be really clear about your boundaries and what you're willing to give up because everything is about balance. So it depends on how much you care, how much you want to invest in it. What you don't want to do is feel like you have two full-time jobs because then it stops being a side project. Uh, If the side project's aim is to get you out of your full-time employment, then maybe your balance would look different. I would say be really protective of your time and especially if you're working with other people, just say, try to ring fence Tuesday nights and Saturday mornings. I'm 100% on this without making yourself feel guilty for time you're not spending on it. The other thing, and I'm such a huge advocate of this, is complete honesty with where you're working. Because when you have that conversation, you actually let go of a lot of anxiety and stress that you carry of, what if they find out I've got this thing, but I don't want to tell them? What if I need to be here? And that's one of the things that seems to come up most often with people is like the balancing of time when it's something within working hours. And I think you have that honest conversation before to say, my work will get done. I know my boundaries, but there will be times where I may pop out at four o'clock for an interview <laughs> or those kinds of things. And also, I think it depends to how related your side project is to your day job. Whilst football doesn't seem very related to working in the creative industry, one of the things that it's really helped me with has been my personal development as a manager because in football, you manage teams, you manage personalities. You've got between 11 and 14 people who you're managing on a pitch. I translate that very similarly to the teams that I work with in my office. And I think, what do they need to get the best out of their performance? And how can I do to support them and what role do I play within that team? And I think side projects can often enhance what you do. You will find ways where it does help you in your actual job.
0: This episode of Creative Lives was brought to you by Lecture in Progress. It was presented by me, Marianne Hanoon, and the guest was Katie Huey. The editor was Ivor Manley. Lecture in Progress is made possible with the support of a number of brand partners. They include GF Smith, Google, Sky Creative Agency, Colophon Foundry, and the Paul Smith Foundation. For more information, you can check out lectureinprogress.com, and you can also find us on Instagram and Twitter. We love to hear from you, so please do get in touch with any career-related questions or topics that you'd like to hear more about by emailing hello at lectureinprogress.com.